Yo, Cruz, do me a favor. Turn me up a little bit. <laughs> Ooh! Ah! Let's go! In five, four, three, two, one, 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 one. And now, the world premiere of NSYNC's Bye Bye Bye. You remember no, that? that? That was my... Bro, first of all, that that was my thing. What? Like, world premiere videos and NSYNC? Those were great. I love the... Uh, you, you know how, like, cro- crossovers are a thing right now, right? Like, right. they got, like, oh, you know, this show and this show, like, on some Justice League shit. Mm-hmm. Um... Like, they were so early, MTV was, they would have Danity Kane. Oh, my gosh. On MTV, yeah. making the band, featuring, making the video. And then they had the making the video version of it, showing the, the showstopper And then video. you would see the video at the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now, the world premiere of Danity Kane, showstopper. I was there for it. Who's that guy? <laughs> um, anyway. I wish it this, was me. Well, that money he made. I know, right? Oh, that's what I'm missing. The damn light. Need a light? I don't think so. You think I need the light? No. I look like I'm in prison. <laughs> you look like you're that in prison? That requires too much. What's training. your uh what's what's the book? Maybe no, what's what's up? What's what's your bedside book? <laughs> My bedside book. I don't even know. How Stella got her groove back. <laughs> what? That would be an ill prison book. That's a wide ass. That's a wild book, yo. <laughs> um, what role do you think you'd play? Would you be the cool, established? Because there's always no. I'm no. I'm absolutely always... the positivity guy. Like converted, oh. reading the Bible all day. Oh, okay. <laughs> like <laughs> yo, yo, man. It's a pivotal point in your life to change. Oh, I'm definitely that guy. <laughs> and who wants to who wants to beat up that dude? Who wants to fuck with nobody? That guy? Like nobody? Because then you're just like you fighting like God's rep. Like don't do that. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, right now, asshole. I mean, right now I'm God's rep. So who would want to mess with that guy? I think we right. all are. We all should be anyway. Well, some are just like bad reps, you know. <laughs> no, that's true. No, no, bad no. reps is um, bad reps is bad reps. Real quick, before we jump into topics, uh, okay, episode 79, Breaking the Barrier Podcast. My name is Todd. He is. Yes, yes. And um, I got to say this, like, um, fellow creators out there, all right? Yo, we have been harassed. (laughs) We're being harassed. Don't say their name. Why not? Harassing us for the past month. Therefore, UGK? we can't call them out. Shout out to UGK, right? You're talking about UGK? <laughs> How great they are? <laughs> yep. So, when we, talk, when we talked offline, you were saying, oh, I don't know if there's a lot to discuss. And no. while that may be true, it's also problematic. That's part of the problem, is that not enough people know about this. I think what's good is now that there's this movement for like a push for mainstream coverage there's more of a discussion about it now 
I'm referring to the attack on Asian Americans, which we kind of touched on. Oh, at the start I think of COVID, I did bro. see a video where like this old dude got beat up. Yo, and, like old murdered dudes. or something, right? One, yeah, that that was in I think that was in uh, Cali. Yeah, I think it was in Southern California. But it's you know this is this is that's one sample size. It's been happening all over the country, not all over the country, all over the world, um, where there's just this assumption based on rhetoric that's that's been spewed that we are to blame for covid oh it that's still the thing i mean granted this stuff always happens right we're not going to act like that that this stuff never happened before but at the same time it's spiked since covid started mm. so you know, me, like, I just, I have to speak to it. I, I of course, and it, I, w- I want to speak to it. Asian Americans, Asian culture, Asian position in society, in particular in the U.S., often goes unnoticed, under the radar, underrepresented, for sure, um, and not enough of a strong vocal stance. So oh, I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, there was something in there was an incident in uh, New York City. It's crazy, bro. And when when people talk about like, oh, he's just a guy who's just talking, or like when when someone talks crazy, you know what I mean? And we don't have yeah. to like name names in particular, but when people talk crazy like that that there are people who co-sign that shit who will be like yeah i feel you and that adds another voice against what's right yeah, i know people i know people that haven't eaten chinese food since coronavirus got here because there's this yeah. thing and i'm like yeah okay more for me speaking of chinese food have you ever had ed Fu young <laughs> have i have i extra gravy I just had it for the first time. Oh, yo. You don't know what you've been missing, dog. It's a whole vibe, man. It's excellent. Give me that extra extra brown sauce. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Drench that whole that joint. It's amazing. It's yeah. great. Yeah. It's like their, their See, version and, of an album. <clears throat> right. And I alternate between that and uh, the Young Chow that you put me on. So, Young Chow fried rice? That thing different. You know, you do. You order both. Oh, oh and put the gravy on. Oh, yeah. 1,000%. Yo. yo. Okay. Okay. Make me get Free dinner gems. after this. You know I know, saying? right? <laughs> Egg <Eggful laughs> young on deck. Young chow. Gang, anyway, gang. Um, yeah, I think it's just it's just important. Like, every, every Asian is kind of like a target in a way. And, you know, I... I can only imagine, like, I'm sure there are people who, like, let's say I'm on the road and, you know, like, there's always, like, there are those, always those instances of you getting in their way, like, or maybe, you know, you guys have a disagreement, like, you and someone else. And then, you know, you curse them out. I'm curious how many times 
people have like cursed me out in their head or in their car and they're like COVID <laughs> ass motherfucker. COVID, <laughs> COVID in the face ass. Uh, yo, you like stupid. fuck you. <laughs> like fuck them. Oh, like man. for real. Hey, you know I I'm no stranger to mm-hmm. being targeted. Of, so, of course. I mean, the vibes that this is crazy. But remember, this happened to the Muslim Americans after nine eleven. Um like to this day. Let's, let's to not this act day, like still, they're not getting it. Um, yeah, it's still happening. I mean, they're still it's just it's nasty. Like and that's the one word that I could it's just point I don't get it. I don't get it. You know that theory, we've talked about it like I don't even know when, like early on the pod. The theory that like It might have been one of our flagged episodes. <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> perhaps. Um the theory that you have someone of like a certain culture or race and simply because of that they represent the perspective and they're responsible for all of the actions of other people of their culture or race well that's the argument white people make when we talk about slavery okay uh, expound on that what do you mean so when a black person, you know, uh, points out slavery and the oh. current system of uh, injustice and the systematic oppression that we've been suffering for hundreds of years, the white people's defenses, well, I mean, it wasn't me. All right. Yeah, let's talk about that because that's true. I do hear them say that. But the ultimate negate or... Negation? Is that a word? Yeah. The mirror force? Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Negate attack Uh, was the card that you were thinking of. Which what is it? Negate attack. Negate attack. Same thing. Mirror force is hard. No, mirror force killed everybody though. Like chill, don't like Yeah, that was hard. Everyone you guys all want to attack me? (laughs) One card. Mirror force. (laughs) Anyway. Um no 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 the the ultimate negation of that is that it has nothing to do with whether you did it or did not do it. Right. It's about righting the wrong as a society. Right. 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 The fuck? Right. And not perpetrating the exact thing that like you're benefiting from what they did. So you can't mm-hmm. you can't say, nah, I'm right. straight. That had nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. And then the very same logic that they used to argue against slavery, they then apply that to Asian Americans, like all of them bought COVID over here. Like it's it's like, excuse me? There are a lot of elements at play when it comes to generalizations. First of all, generally speaking, generalizations are you'd ideally wanna veer away from it, right? Like every individual mm-hmm. is They're dangerous. their own. Right. They're super dangerous. But it's a double standard world where certain people just don't deserve the privileges that others have been fighting to get. So people have like historically speaking, that sounds wild. (laughs) It's like without, without context, it sounds crazy. (laughs) Historically speaking, (laughs) there's like white people in in particular, the white man, they've been able to coast. Oh, absolutely. Untouched and, not that they need to be touched, but just the fact that they have such a a higher ground as opposed to everyone else. So yeah. 
so when when there are these like slick comments like on twitter or ig or whatever where it's like you know painting all white people you know what i mean yeah right not to say that it's actually true like about because you know i'm sure you have a white friend who's like super dope and is like not an ignorant piece of shit right but it's not about that it's more about just the validity of like how it's been historically that's what mm-hmm. it's really speaking to those sort of, those sort of blanket statements about white uh men in particular yeah. it can't go the other way around it can't it shouldn't it's wrong if it does you know what i mean like and okay so back to like asian americans the perspective of asians in particular there's there's no place in on the side of privilege there's no place on the side of underserved and we want to add to that voice there's like we've been placed without our fucking consent i mean that's how it usually goes right yeah social constructs historically that's that's yeah they do it but like there's no fucking direction for us and no say so (laughs) in what we do so like we're in this weird gray area we're like in limbo where no one wants to fuck with us that's the real perspective it's like you guys are like honest to god you guys are like biracial children sure yeah yeah fine in 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 the sense that what yeah you're in the way that like no one society uh in society wise it's like hard to place you guys and i'm 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 saying that even from like uh terms of like the outside looking in, mm-hmm. it's like, well, I mean, you're not white, right? So we can't put you there. You're not black, so we can't put you there. And even with this, like, newly recognized, and I say newly because the Latinx community hasn't always gotten its own individual shine mm-hmm. or, like, spotlight. So even that, with, like, making documents English-Spanish, like, Asians... They they were always in this gray area of like, what are we do like, where right. can we place them on a document, or like right. in, in and like what do in a diagram, right like, because honestly, if you ask some of them they're like, you know there's they're super, uh, loyal to their custom like most of them are like. Mm-hmm. A lot of Asians stick to what they like back at home, whatever that is, mm-hmm. right? Um, and they and they don't, with reason, they don't adapt. Um, they they purposely don't adapt. It's not that they can't. It's like yo, no, like America is supposed to be the place where I could celebrate my culture. So why would I then eradicate it to make people feel better, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. And so there's no place to. You guys haven't allowed people to box you into just this right so that like yourself so then that that made people create boxes for you so it's like oh asians do this they do that this is what we we can allow them to do or or even something as simple as the coronavirus because it's from china alleged like it's just the dumbest Mm -hmm. logic period and we need a place to bl- we need something to blame. Oh, 
Why not attack Asians? And the thing is, and the argument could be, oh, well, we can't tell which uh, if you're Chinese or Japanese or Korean. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, no one takes the time to... Because I see, like, I've noticed the difference in friends who are from Korea, who are Filipino. Like, you can tell if you pay attention. But the people who are out here attacking, they're, they're ignorant. They don't care about that stuff. Right. So, ignorant, okay, on that on that realm. Or assholes. Ignorant does, what? Or assholes. <laughs> ignorant does as ignorant says. So, when you have someone in leadership... Or when you have media, like he got constantly indicted. put out a certain narrative, he he got indicted and acquitted. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> I'm talking just about speaking 45. about people in general. Agent Orange. Agent Orange is this chip right here. <laughs> it was a Cheeto. When you have that, what the fuck do you expect? Like, of yeah. course it's gonna ramp up now. When you have someone who, like, represents, like, someone who doesn't give a fuck about other people outside of their own, what do you expect is the end result when you have a cult following? This is the result. This adds to it. Yeah, yeah, ignorant shit happens all the time. Yeah, there are ignorant people all over the world. But when you have a leader for the ignorant people... When you have someone publicly say it's okay... Like, again, I'm going to speak from the vantage point of being black. Mm-hmm. Head of, like, police chiefs say it's okay to assault black people every day. So what happens? They're assaulted. Like, they're hunted. They're, we're, we're hunted like like animals, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. Yo, round them up, get them in prison. We keep it going. Mm-hmm. When you have someone who says, yo, it's okay, go get them. And you have a group of people who have been dying to go get them. I mean, they're going to go get them. Stop and frisk. I mean, (laughs) that was a thing. Oh, God. And and I have been on the other side of that. (laughs) And like, it was the dumbest thing. Like, stop and frisk sucked. Going to New York was annoying. Mm -hmm. I mean, it mostly happened to me in trains, like in subways, because I didn't stay above ground long enough. For them to catch me up there, but like going from train to train, they'd stop you. Then they uh, pulled one of my boys back into, like, they want to talk to him. I'm like, for what? He's got a duffel bag. Right. I had one too, but I wasn't gonna say, "Hey, me too." <laughs> We're duffel bag boys, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't like, do nothing. Oh, wait a minute, we can't say that. We I know, might get flagged. <laughs> Universal. <laughs> You're gonna play the song, aren't you? You will play the song. Yeah. Anyway. I can't believe we have beef with Universal Champion Roman Reigns. Stop flagging us, Roman. <laughs> why, did, why Roman catch a stray? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, um, man. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I encourage everyone to check on your Asian friends. I do. Like, for real. Because there really is an added fear that's being imposed on the asian american communities because of this like that's why like i think about i think about my family and like my friends who are you know older especially right older older adults and just people who are like 
Just innocent. Like, guys like, go to the corner store or something and get killed? That's crazy. Yeah, man. It's something, uh, like, that we have to think about, you know? Um, now especially. Like, while we're in the thick of COVID, like, the target is on our backs. Definitely. Like Definitely. Crazy. So, shout out to all the Asian Americans, man. Shout out to Asian culture. Shout out to, you know, happy Lunar New Year, Year of the Ox. Um, apparently, last year, I think, what was that? Year of the Rat or some shit? Yeah, because they used to make Takashi 6ix9ine jokes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Year of the Ox, yo, I immediately thought Ox Cable. That's crazy. <laughs> Year of the Ox? Ooh. I'm like, Year of the Ox, what? Year of the what? Ox. What? Say word, say word. That's what fire. Play this? <laughs> say less. Gotcha. <laughs> Just like everyone be safe. That's all. And you know That's why I'm wearing black? black? It's Black History Month. Okay, I'm black. Let's, let's... My all shirt's right. black. Mm. My glasses black. Mm. We back. Right, Dave, uh, Ch- shout out to, first of all, real quick, shout out to Dave Chappelle for getting his rights back for his show and that money. So we now stream the Chappelle show so he can get paid. Thank you. It's all on Netflix. Yeah. And HBO and, Max. And HBO Max? Yeah. Which wow. who has been doing great lately? Shout out to y'all, okay? Shout out to HBO Max. In your honor, the sun, the, the judge, and the sun. Like, I, if someone just throws a Mazel Tov cocktail into their house, I won't be mad. You're dating the dead homie's sister. Bro, you have to go. He's just annoying. Sometimes you I'm have like, to die. all right, because <laughs> like, <laughs> right, I have this, I have this belief that like, if I hate a character, you're good right. as actor. You're good. Because you've okay. managed yeah, to make that's, me that's hate true. you. Well, that's how that's how I feel about wrestling. Like, if right. I hate you in real life, I <laughs> you you are so good. <laughs> yeah. How how did you manage to like create this like burning sensation <laughs> right. where I hate and despise you? So yeah, yeah. That's how I feel about the kid. But like when I was a kid, Kane could have really got beat up. Like he'd have caught these hands in real life. <laughs> Kane. Kane. Kane was creepy. Yeah. He was a beast. Um, but the the kid, sometimes I'm just like, you know what? This is too much. Like, yeah, I hate you yeah. too much. No, like, and when the teacher was like, so, you're not going to NYU? Could you run around with this little hoe? Let <laughs> me go tell on that. that. I'm about to go tell somebody. And then, like, his godfather came up like, yo, gang, gang. That was so weird. Me, that was weird. Yeah. But the, was weird. I was happy he found out. Like, because if you think about it, it all stems from him getting rid of the car. Yeah. Why'd you? Well, let's not be like, let's not be annoying and remove blame from the white kid. Oh, no, no, no. It's all his fault. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And what, that, what I was him always and confused his dad. about, right? And mind you, I haven't watched the finale yet. The, right. fa- the father of the Baxter guy. The mob guy, he found an inhaler at his son's. You talking um, about Jimmy? Jimmy Baxter. Yeah, Jimmy found an inhaler at the yeah where his son died, and mm-hmm. then did he not look in that inhaler when he went into the house of the? Judge yeah, but again, the, he's just assuming. I think he's just assuming that, that the judge still did it. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't have believed that either. Because hey, my man. whole thing was like, fam, you were probably doing a case at the time that my son died. 
<laughs> so I'm going to look at your court record. You're just assuming he was at work? Yeah. yeah you, I mean, you're a judge. You would I, assume you're at work. And he lost his son. My he's, whole thing was... He's red. It is common knowledge that this guy runs to work, right? Is it common so knowledge? The, yeah, it would be. To, to Jimmy? It should be. Because it Either wasn't way. like this was his first, his son's first running with the law. Who's? Like the oldest sons. So I'm oh. like, you know, you probably seen him running around. So I don't know. But all I'm saying is, this guy, don't, he ain't never pulled out an asthma pump when y'all was together. In all of the like scary moments of his life, when you call him when you were about to kill him, he ain't never pulled out no asthma pump. So, how is he so dependent on a- an asthma pump? Who use, knows, man? You what did R. Kelly say? Use your common sense. <laughs> um, all right, that's the first <laughs> we, and last time y'all ever hear me call yeah, R. Kelly. Yeah, yeah, we've reached a weird point in the pod recording. <laughs> R. Kelly reference. R. Watch Kelly, the, uh, speaking of, watch, watch uh, which finale. episode was that? What? The R. Kelly oh, episode. Episode. That was like two or three. Something Close-ish. like that. But Shout out to the issues. Okay, Black History Month. The underrepresented. People who kind of go under the radar. Who don't necessarily get highlighted on Black History Month. Oh, you mean like Irv Gotti? Irv Gotti, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh God, he's a. For me, uh, he's responsible for a lot of early two thousand sound. Um, True. He's one of the biggest producers that doesn't really get his due diligence because of how his empire ended, kinda. Mm-hmm. You know, with the feds and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I think Irv is just responsible for a lot he doesn't get credit for. And I think when people look past the time, that time period, it's like they jump from Big Pac era, they hit DMX, which Irv, you know, had a hand in, and then they jump to G-Unit or, you know what I'm saying, the Atlanta takeover. And we just kind of coast by. Um, And I know of all the people that I could have said, (laughs) Irv Gotti being the first to come to mind was wild, but hey. No, it's he he he's black. Yeah, ish. <laughs> no, I think Irv Gotti's black. I'm not gonna let me let me let me make <laughs> That's sure. That's why I was like, oh, <laughs> sure. No, Maybe I think Irv Gotti's black. Let's 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 confirm that. <laughs> his name is. Uh, I'm not even gonna base on his name. Irving Domingo Lorenzo Jr. Uh. Oh, he is of Afro-Dominican descent. Here we go. Boom, that's black enough for me. Okay. Shout out to Irv Gotti. Absolutely. Shout out to Irv. Um, I'll stay in the music front. Lupe Fiasco. I mean, who don't know who can rap? Come on. Uh, son. That's, that's so I just, I recently, I've been recently revisiting, like, Guess who's on third? Music. Yeah, Lupe. He's he's incredible, man. This guy's incredible. Yeah. Like, I really stand by the belief that pound for pound, just straight up rapping, no one can touch him. He's Lupe? that good. Yeah, Lupe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I could argue that. I mean, I'm not going to, but yeah. you could argue. I mean, yeah, you yeah. could always argue. 
Yeah, of course. I think I think Royce is a hell of a rapper. Royce is incredible. Lupe is different. <laughs> Lupe is different. I'll hit you on that. Like, Lupe is very um, good. Who else? Who else we got? Who else we got? Shout out to Serena. How old is she? Age is just Serena, a number. Gets, my God. Yeah, but Serena don't. She she get all the all her flowers. <laughs> so so, you want me to take it back? <laughs> no, nah, I mean you could. You know what I'm saying? Yo, she's 39, and she's still like in dominant form. So like LeBron she's competing James. currently. She's like I don't, her and LeBron are like cyborgs. Yeah. Oh my God, LeBron. All right, well, now we're veering into like right. people so who that's are getting their flowers as hell. We're going on. Who <laughs> <laughs> always get their flowers? Um, yeah. She gets her flowers in our community, but I want to give flowers to Angela Bassett. Here's why. She's been consistent for like 30 years. Mm-hmm. And she does she not have the accolades to say that. But and they And they have been consistently good dramatic roles like it's not like she oh oscar here like oscar performance here it's like everything she goes in she was in black panther for like five minutes the whole movie (laughs) and gave the essence of like a a a king's mother played a major part in it um and as i'm talking about her and I, i just thought of another person that people crap on a lot but for her impact in radio i just gotta say uh, flowers go to Wendy Williams. The, the whole shock okay. jock and her being a black woman in the field and just her still being able to do it today without, you know, being toppled off her mantle. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. You always gotta, you always gotta show love and appreciate for for people who are trailblazers. She's definitely a trailblazer. Like mm-hmm. you gotta respect, like the. Um, and if what you think did. of the time period, you had uh, it was her, Howard Stern, Letterman, mm-hmm. Larry King, like those. That yeah. that was the that's where I needed to hear the latest, like who's who, like what's going on. Yeah, oh, and, and, let's, let's and she not, reached the let's point of mainstream. Away. She was right. mainstream, right? Like that's the difference. You know, and I think that's like, why. Because I want I would say the same thing about Angie Martinez, but her her niche stayed hip hop. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So and there, she there never really like crossed that. that. Who's the other one? Um, shit. Who's the other uh, Hot ninety seven? Not Angie. Ooh, uh, the woman. Yeah, another woman. She was black. She was like. She would really get at you too, Miss Jones. Yes, Miss Jones. But like, stayed in the realm of hip hop. You know mm-hmm, what I mean, mm-hmm. but like a powerful voice, nonetheless. You know, so yo, think um, of the time, yo. You had Miss Jones, Angie Martinez, and Wendy Williams, not on the same network, but in the same building. And hip hop, yeah. like that's different. That's that was the foundation of Hot ninety seven, or at least their rise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yo, and it's funny to list to. It's funny that one uh, Power one hundred five has only been out like twenty years, if that. Uh, mm-hmm. And to think of how where they sit now is like the mainstream hip hop R and B station. It's like, yeah. but y'all still that authenticity still goes to hot nineties. Like you still feel it. It still feels different. Yeah. Um, and I know Angie's on one hundred and five now, and I, but 
it's not the same. I mean, I feel like no. radio in general is just not. It's lost. It's it's lost oh, it's, its authenticity. Yeah, it's podcast. It is. Because um, if you're looking for break, if you're looking for news to break, mm-hmm. podcast. If you're looking for the to promote a movie, podcast. Because because people can live with you and live with it for as long as they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no edits. Um, there's no none of that. Right. I will say though. Shout out to Power 1051 because they hooked me up with a um, a Panini press. Did you know that? <laughs> oh wow, that's that's <laughs> wow. Talk about they payola. Like, they have like I know right. <laughs> Power 105 <laughs> is the best man. Oh <laughs> um, yeah, they had like this contest and I like I needed a Panini press so give me. I, I won. But um, you can just use a spatula and a cast iron pot like. Well, after the fact, yes, I realized that. Because <laughs> I was just like, man, this takes a lot of work. Like, I got to take it out the box. I got to plug it in. Because I, I don't use it often. Who's making who's having spray a the every sp- day? Sp- spray the joint. Spray. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did you ever, have, um, you ever have the George Foreman grill? Did I? Yeah. We had a stand-up one, and it, it broke. But, yo, the George was Foreman amazing. was lit. What? Right? Please, Man. hey, please, black culture. No, you know, I, I think I, I think I mentioned this before, when we were on quarantine, mm-hmm. we got uh, real acquainted with the Instapot, with like, ah, you could put okay. everything in it. Yeah, yeah, we put chicken rice all in like thirty mm-hmm. minutes. Everything yeah. was the pressure cooker just did it. Yeah. What else were we talking? Oh yes, yeah. we done with the shoutouts. <laughs> we done with black culture. <laughs> Yeah, we um, went. We went. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We went all for, around the world. And now, for yeah, now, yeah. For now, for now. Here's my thing. It's not really about it just being one month and then we kind of just like let it go. It should be we yeah. celebrate and honor black always, oh, yeah. past yeah. and present. As Bobby and Whitney said, we should get a whole year. Yeah. And then when that year's up, what's next? Another year. Another like, year. Celebrate different yo, cultures. Knew, yo, you know what I mean. Black people done, and right, that's true. But I, yo, we done invented a lot of stuff. There was something I saw, and it wasn't Wi-Fi. I'm just thinking about Wi-Fi, but it was something, and I'm like, yo, really? Yeah. Well, you have to know that's what wild. it is. You can't just like say that. What is it? What are you talking about? I don't remember. I saw it online. All right. So, but it was something crazy like <laughs> Wi-Fi. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it was something like something like, like we Yo. we need. <laughs> yeah, something used like every day then. And I know the air conditioner was AC so I'm was like shout uh, out to the sh- shout out to the black person that invented that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. <laughs> like, nah, yeah, I'm with it. Mhm. All right, so and Donald that's... Trump got to quit it. Yeah. No comment. We saw that coming. Yeah, I'm not gonna act surprised. Um. Oh, Britney. It's Britney, bitch. Boom, da, boom, we talked about da, Britney boom, before, right? What? Uh, Give me more. That was the name of that song. Uh, uh, Universal Champion Roman Reigns. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. That is that song. I love that meme when she's like, she's like walking up the stage and then she turns around slowly. 
uh, Britney yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love when I love how people use that. But anyway, uh, yo, shout out to Britney because I did watch the documentary. Did you get to watch it yet? Not yet. No, no, no. All right. Well, I'm not watching. You should watch it. I did see Justin Timberlake's apology. I want to make make it clear. It the doc is not only about JT. He's one person. Um, a lot of the shots, because documentary takes shots, right? Let's be clear. Obviously, I've seen uh, Surviving R. Kelly. But these are shots that are deserved. Warranted, yeah. Warranted shots, exactly. Warranted shots, very important. So, the paparazzi, they, in many ways, drove this woman to, like, a crazy place. A place of just, like, I'm over this. They did the same thing to her and Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. There's that, there's that video of the, um, well, that's not paparazzi, but media in general, right, you're talking about? Exactly. Yeah. Our paparazzi's um, media to me. Yeah, they are. Of course. We're media, technically. Yeah. Um, we're just dope. <clears throat> so, the difference for Britney back then, she was really on an island with the shit. She was on an island yeah. because no one had been going through, no one had gone through what she went through in that sort of spotlight. And that was this, around the same time as paparazzi, like kind of rising in stardom and importance. And then also remember, she was like the first public woman. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like just for, for her to be coming up and, you know, a rising it, it was star like, at it was, time. it was, it was her, Lindsay Lohan, Anna Nicole Smith, uh, Paris Hilton. It was like that. Mm-hmm. Cause I, but, I want to say that Britney was one of the first reality shows to ever hit TV. Like, like I don't um, remember that show. It was it was her and Kevin Federline. Oh. Uh, being Britney, I think it was called, and it was on. It was on like it wasn't on a premium channel, or like a cable channel. It was on network TV. I, I mm-hmm. believe it was UPN or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was wild. And then like you saw the Bobby and Whitney. Uh, uh, show and when I think of Britney Spears, I also think of Whitney Houston mm-hmm. because I think, yeah. in similar ways, people drove narratives about their lives that they were never able to tell. Like they never, they were never able to tell their version of stories. And what happens? Fucks with their mental. Like so, yeah. what what they were talking about in the doc was. Um, and I, I know you don't mind if I'm like. It's not like this is a no, movie, that's cool. like you know. But, and but, it's also not like I've, I mean, you I've know. seen, I've seen it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, like, that would have been her come up and like everything she was going through and dealing with. That would have been the perfect time for society to think mental health conversations are cool. Like she could have oh, used yeah. that, but you know that was a no no. Exactly. It it wasn't it wasn't what it is now. Um, now it's like and you have a ton of celebrities now coming out saying yo i was dealing with this at this time Mm -hmm. i was addicted to this i was on painkillers i was Mm -hmm. this and that i was you know a lot of people fell out of the the spotlight to come back and we were Mm -hmm. like oh they just took a hiatus but in reality they were struggling what they were saying in the doc was that she she had to just like kind of put a smile on her face 
and take all the punches. Yo, she's Britney no Spears. I know. She's Britney Spears, yo. That's why I respect her, yo. Um, I have never, like, I've Britney's always been. Yeah. I was a fan of Britney. I was a fan of her music. I, uh, I thought she was hot. Like, I, Britney was, she was something to watch. And to see what happened to her, like, when she, I, I, the freeze frame that I think of is that bald picture. The bald one, yeah. Like when she's in, and I'm like, yo. They really did that to Britney Spears, bro. They did. But then I I started thinking, I'm like, yo, the over-sexualization of her when she was like 15, mm-hmm. I'm looking at some of the stuff she was wearing and like, and I, and, and this is where I get on MTV. Sorry, mm-hmm. guys. <laughs> when I look back at this, at these award shows and these red carpets and these walks mm-hmm. and I realize how old these people were, bro. It's nasty. How old who was? You got, like, like Britney, Justin, Christina okay. Aguilar. Like, the younger... Like, these guys are, like, teenagers. The oh, teeny bop era. How young they were. And they're, and they're dressed like... Yo, they're, be, they're, they're sexualized. That's their choice, though. I, I don't think so. Like, I don't think so, because as a 14-year-old who is pushed into the spotlight by your momager or your... Or whoever's in charge of you... What are you really going to say if you're providing for your family? Like, there's so, a ton of weight on you as a provider at this point, and you're only like 14, 15. Mm-hmm. So, so what do you say no? You're right, yeah. Well, in the doc, and this is why it's important to note that she did not, there's no perspective from her uh, directly in response it's to the unauthor- doc. It's unauthorized, right? I think so. But like, yeah, I think so. You know, the of course, the doc is like speaking, um, you know, in protection of her and like, you know, giving giving that perspective that often was not really um, said about her and her life. So, yeah, I would I would love to hear how much of this like she agrees with and is like this is on point. I wouldn't be surprised if it's on point, but like a lot of the artistic direction of what she was doing. When she was young and coming up, the dances, the look and all that, according to the doc, like that was her. Like and she yeah. she wanted that, which is dope. You know what I mean? But like it's fine, because I know I know Janet was one of her influencers. So Exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Behind. For sure. So um damn, JT, and you're like linked to both of them. Not in great ways. Um, <laughs> and then that whack ass apology. Well, let's get to that. So but first, um, yeah, like just speaking to the sexualization of her and their perception of her media, they would be like questioning her, like, how do you feel about being this person who's like, I, I heard there's someone who would like to kill you because of your impact on their child. And like, she's like, damn, that's not my fucking, that's not my responsibility. Right. Uh, yo, yo, take a seat, yo, throw it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, yo, but just, like, at, let's, at that let's time, she had to just be like, you had she, to. Be she couldn't so flip out about then. it. You had to be so fake back then, and I think yeah. that's uh, what's the word? That's an advantage that someone like Zendaya has today. Yeah, where she does not have to, because I can imagine Zendaya having to deal with the Britney pressure, like if she, she had grown up in that, right? Yeah, like. I 
I think if Britney had the opportunity, if she was in this era, she'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. And I think and I think with the social media aspect, that's a positive of it because as an artist, you can be as transparent as you want mm-hmm. and speak out against wrongdoing, like when Kesha did with her record label and, and just things of that nature. Like a lot of times, all this stuff would happen behind the scenes because legally you couldn't say anything. Mm-hmm. But social media added a layer of, oh, Twitter's not in paperwork. Right. Yeah. So I can't tweet about it. Right. And by the time record labels caught up, it was too late. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, unless you're unless you're dealing with the universal champion Roman Reigns, right? Exactly. Zendaya definitely has control of her narrative, you know, which is dope. And it's crazy. Britney's still relatively young. Yeah, I mean, she's what is she like? Thirty nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is she forty yet? <clears throat> I don't think so. One of the main focuses of the doc. Was is is this conservatorship? This conservatorship, which basically relinquishes her control and like of her finances and mm-hmm. pretty much a lot of pretty much everything she wants to do is yeah, we under this the control of her dad. Ago. Yeah. So because I think we we first covered this when the the first when yeah. the initial uh, I think the initial. I think it was a grand jury hearing or some it was an initial yeah, was, hearing about it and exactly and the, the, the judge was like nah she's dad's got to stay in control she's exactly. not mentally fit right how's that even like how does uh, the system even enables this sort of setup where he has this much control and clearly is like it's just taking advantage man. of a situation yeah it's, it's, it's paper really whatever's on paper just, yeah so Justin Timberlake, he apologized. <laughs> Yo. Y'all saw that doc? My bad. <laughs> yeah, right. Because I'm gonna there was a tweet a couple years ago that was like, yo. Um, so are you gonna apologize to Janet Jackson now? And he's mm-hmm. like, You poor soul. Like Oh shit, for real? Let me pull it. Let me pull up the receipt. Cause I don't wanna I don't want to misquote JT. Well, I can, so go ahead I can while read I find a, it. Okay, I'll read the apology to Brittany yeah, and Janet. By that time, I'll find it. Okay. I've seen the messages, tags, comments, and concerns, and I want to respond. I am deeply sorry for the times in my life where my actions contributed to the problem, where I spoke out of turn or did not speak up for what was right. I understand that I fell short in these moments and in many others. And benefited from a system that condones misogyny and racism. I specifically want to apologize to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson, both individually, because I care for and respect these women and I know I failed. I also feel compelled to respond in part because everyone involved deserves better and most importantly, because this is a larger conversation that I wholeheartedly want to be part of and grow from. The industry is flawed. It sets men, especially white men, up for success. It's designed this way. As a man in a privileged position, I have to be vocal about this. Because of my ignorance, I didn't recognize it for all that it was while it was happening in my own life. But I do not want to ever benefit from others being pulled down again. I have not been perfect, 
in navigating all of this throughout my career. I know this apology is a first step and doesn't absolve the past. I want to take accountability for my own missteps in all of this, as well as be a part of a world that uplifts and supports. I care deep. I care deeply about the well-being of the people I love and have loved. I can do better, and I will do better. Justin Marie and in 20, Timberlake. And, and, and no. in 2016, uh, he was tweet. Someone tweeted. Uh, this was during the BET Awards uh, in 2016. Um, and someone tweeted it and said, uh, so does this mean you're going to stop appropriating our music and culture? And apologize to Janet too. His response was, Oh, you sweet soul. The more you realize that we are the same, the more we can have a conversation. Bye. Oh. So the dismissiveness behind the one tweet in regards to Janet and an apology and even the occult, the appropriation of culture mm-hmm. uh, accusation, it was like, eh. Like the more, like we're more alike than you think. Like you're, I, I shouldn't even have to justify that with an answer. No pun intended and justified. Love that album. But mm-hmm. in this apology, it's kind of too late, buddy. It did. Like, uh, yeah. There, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. I just feel like Janet has suffered. A, she had suffered a lot from that Super Bowl performance. She did. And he had, and he had only ascended into like super pop star even bigger heights. Yeah. And Brittany, if we're honest, we were on your side, man. Like we allowed you to like kind of shit on Brittany and we agreed with you. Like Brittany was the bad guy. That was the, you put her, yeah, you put her in the video. And instead of us seeing that as like, all right, you're toxic. You're bugging. Like we saw it as a, yeah, get her. Right. Yeah. We, I mean, we, we didn't we didn't think of how mentally that would affect her and the things that would come after that. And we didn't think about like I think just in general like how society views or viewed that relationship and just relationships. Right. And how it and how it has followed her every day since. Yeah, for sure. But just like the fact that like there's not a possibility that two people in a relationship contribute to the a fallen outcome. You know what I mean? Like, it it must be just one person, right? It must right. be this surface. It, she must have just, like, and, cheated. And, That's and we never, we never, ever, ever, even when what goes around comes around came up, people were like, oh, he must got another one at Britney. And it's like, <laughs> yo, they haven't been together for, like, five years. Like, right. but, but, hey, um, it just speaks to the devalue, the like the value of women in society. Yes, one hundred percent. And it also speaks to something we've been discussing this whole episode: the power of media. Like yeah, media yeah. can drive the fuck yep. out of a narrative, yo. Yep. Like we're only and gonna be. Into, okay. We're only gonna know what we're exposed, what we what we're told. And oh, my please. last thing on this point of like media and them bugging out, I saw this very nasty, nasty tweet. That had a video of Larry King interviewing Lindsay Lohan mm-hmm. a couple years back. Yeah. No, not Larry King. No, no, no. Was, David uh, Letterman. David Letterman. Yeah. Yo. And the yeah. gaslighting and the the personal attacks, the 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 jokes, the it was disgusting, mm-hmm. bro. 
It was disgusting. And yeah. then also I saw another clip with um Craig Ferguson, I believe, doing a late night show and he's like, I'm not gonna joke about Britney. But when they mentioned when he mentioned Anna Nicole Smith, he wasn't gonna do a joke about her. The crowd anticipated a laugh, like they laughed thinking he was about to make a joke about her. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yo, how sick are people? Yeah. What do we portray? Like, how do we help negatively affect the snare? Like and in I'm definitely thinking like, yo, I'm going to do my best not to continue to do it if I do something. Right. And yeah, that's how things are today are not the same as they were like 10 years ago, five years ago. Like we just got to keep growing because like Like Jenna Hubert, Jenna Hubert today would have never been thrown off a fresh print. No, correct. 100%. Yeah. Because Fresh Prince would have either been canceled or she'd have had a. All right, on Viv wants four more scenes uh, episode now. Like, like mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been that. that like, no. Nah. It's the right way that we're going. That society is going about it today. At least it's it, we're going in the right direction, where we're holding people accountable, and think this is how you end up with a doc like this, where it's okay. Like people who. People are encouraged to put out this sort of yeah. information, right? Without having that fear, like, oh shit, how is this going to be viewed by, you know, this society? I think now people are more encouraged. There's a battery in, in our in their backs to say, hey, let's call this shit out. You know, right. let's do it now. So, well, shout out to Brittany. Yeah, definitely shout out to Brittany. Shout out to Janet. Shout out, shout to, out to Janet. The apology from JT. Yes, it's it's too late um is it better than no apology yes right i think that's that's all like if he if he doesn't say anything ever then like we're good whoa but no 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 we're good though because nobody was thinking about i'm i wasn't thinking about him like if i'm honest he just reminded me of how much of a jerk off he was (laughs) well that's the risky game you play right 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 you but he felt he wanted to put that out. What he's saying in it, he's saying the right things, right? But it's just absolutely. It's, it's, listen, it's bro, just, it's just too late. There have been numerous apologies like this one. Mm-hmm. So if you put one out and you haven't previewed all the other ones that came before you, you're doing yourself a disservice, right? So, so I mean, I'm just I had no doubt that this apology was going to read fire. The yeah. sincerity behind it—that's my question. Because I have right. not forgotten Man in the Woods. <laughs> right. Um, and you not being black at the Super Bowl. Not like being black, but like you, you not know. showcasing. You said he wasn't you know black at saying? the Super Bowl? But bro, his whole catalog is R&B music. But he went into the Man in the Woods, And you right? went into pop? What did he? Pop Man in the Woods category out? Yeah. That was last year? All right. Two years ago, I think. I mean, me, I... I there's still a half of an album that I don't acknowledge also. So I don't acknowledge one and a half albums of JT. Yeah, his last his last album came out in 2016. 2020 uh part one. 1000%. Damn, drop an album, bro. Everything after that. Like what? Yeah. Um yeah, shout out to Britney. Yeah, I think we're good for now. Episode 79 of the Breaking the Bay with podcast. Okay. Okay. It is a rap Rap-a-doo-doo-doo. Next pod, y'all. Mm-hmm.
All right, one.